Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dr. Elaine Hickmott. Dr. Elaine is a career energizer. She's the co-founder of Re-Energizing Your Career. She's helping professionals move into new territory. Welcome, Dr. Elaine. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, George. Thanks ever so much for me having me on the show. I can't wait to get you <laughs> I'm super excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Right then, let's start with, uh, I live and was born in the UK and I'm married to the lovely Martin and I would say that I generally view life from uh, the bright side of things, even if uh, it gets a bit icky and the brown stuff hits the fan, I always try and view it from the bright side. Um, I generally, generally take pleasure in the simple things. So I'm not a hugely materialistic, looking for a big yacht type of person. It's the simple stuff that really, really fills me with joy. And I love I love cooking, I love learning, walking, growing vegetables, all that fabulous stuff that helps me to breathe and have fr uh, some freedom to be creative and fuel you know that fascination in the world around you I suppose is the best way to describe me and that side of me um I suppose I better sort of mention a little bit career-wise because it's so inextricably linked to me as a person um I I started, it all started, I suppose, when I was on an industrial placement at a nuclear power station many decades ago, and I made two choices. One was I wanted to be an industrial chemist, and the second was that I wanted to do a PhD in chemistry, and I did both those things. So I set off to be an industrial chemist in product and process development, got bitten by the business bug, decided to pivot and go commercial business leadership style which I did and ended up on the board of a training company through plenty of pivots and plenty of role changes, company changes, sector changes. And then when I got there, I thought, ooh, I'm not quite sure this is what I expected. And uh, so I made a choice and I left and I left with a blank piece of paper and went off on the entrepreneurial phase of my adventure, shall we say. And um, through several twists and turns and lots of learning and lots of fabulous people, I ended up in the career development space where I know I belong and I just love it. And as you say, in that career development space, I'm a career energizer. The re-energizing your career hub is, is new and is brilliant and exciting getting off that off the ground. And I help people revitalize, reimagine, reinvent their career adventures. And those might be people who want to invest on an ongoing basis by, you know, really seizing career development as a as a lifelong choice or those who are at a key transition points who have like I said maybe the brown stuff has it the fan and they're stuck or they've fallen out of love with their career or they want to do something completely different and you asked me way back then when I went on my little meander there uh, you asked me why I do what I do and it's there's, there's lots and lots of reasons lots of reasons but I would say that first and foremost Depending on your age, your location, your background, your access to impartial career development support 
can be quite varied or you might not have had any because in education you you may have been lucky enough to have got some but when you become out of that space what happens is nothing's impartial anymore everything's got a bit of side to it a bit of agenda and and you need that impartiality because the other point is that the the career landscape is very dynamic the world is always changing and evolving and your career is your story your your professional story and that needs to evolve too and the core of my work really is that I want people to be able to take uncertainty, change in those transition points and the energy that that creates and the opportunity that creates and turn it into something positive and hopeful rather than being fearful and fixed when, when things change or things don't quite go to plan. Amazing. Thank you for sharing all that. That's a lot of really, really cool stuff. So when you were a little girl, were you just like, oh man, chemistry? I just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Well, it's, it's funny you should say that because no, <laughs> that is the answer to that question. And uh, I, I could be really cheeky now and go, well, George, the answer is no. And then just go silent. But sure. I won't. Yeah. I won't. I I'm not going to do that. Negative. To you. That so, so cruel, wouldn't it? It'd be awful. <laughs> um, so uh, the... The gist of it is that really when I was when I was young when I was a lot younger and I was at school and I don't I mention how many years ago that was I was really into uh, modern languages you know French and German mm. I studied that and was pretty pretty damn good at it actually and English and and all that sort of literature sort of stuff and I made a choice when we had to make the sort of um, academic decisions that you make in the UK sort of educational system at the time that I wasn't going to do that after I got to a certain level, I was going to do something sciencey. I was going to do science because I'd got more career opportunities. And I genuinely made had those thought processes when I was sort of 16 years old. And um, I wanted to be a medic, a doctor wow. of medicine, right? Because really the career advice I got was very limited. It was, it was, oh, and it was, oh, it was very, oh, it was slightly sexist, shall we say it? Sure. That, that, quite a few years ago now and the only thing I could really see that if you did physics chemistry and biology that you could go on and do was be a be a, a doctor of medicine because that was the only sort of doctor I knew existed and so I went for that didn't get the grades didn't get the place and I ended up in chemistry in chemistry because I really wanted to go to university but ultimately I didn't get didn't get the grades and I made an, a, a choice that well chemistry sounds interesting let's give it a whirl and it is a fantastic decision I made I'm so proud of my what would have been 18 year old self then for picking herself up dusting herself down and going right then come on then let's get this sorted and it was better I'm glad that I didn't do medicine actually chemistry fits my personality it, it was the fantastic floodgates to lots of exciting things so rock on 16 yeah. Sixteen-year-old Elaine, I say for sure, a thousand percent. Rock on, sixteen, nineteen-year-old Elaine. I think that that's that, that, I think that that's incredible, fascinating. It's I I love learning about people, and you're obviously a really really intelligent person who's able to really dive into languages and then get your brain around chemistry and to be mature and and tough enough to be able to pivot and say okay this is obviously not the path for me but this is something i enjoy so let's 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 change gears 
How do you think about sort of balancing your what what your head wants and your heart wants when you're looking at 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 careers? Right, I think that well, first of all, they're two inextricably linked portions, aren't they? Really, and I think it's quite interesting you should ask me that because I, I had this random experience of coming up with this idea recently um, because someone someone mentioned something to me and I call it my woe. So start again. So you've heard of the woo woo cocktail, haven't sure. you? Is a sort of cocktail. Well, I call it the woo woe cocktail. Okay. So that's W O O W. H-O-A. And what happens when you start thinking about different things in your career, you want to make some changes or changes is thrust upon you, you sort of get a bit tipsy, a bit drunk on the woo, <laughs> on the woo woe cocktail because part of you is actually quite excited about it. And part of you is actually going, no, whoa, stop it now. And it's quite a heady, quite a heady mix. And I think that that and the where the woo comes from and the woe comes from can be logical or emotional either way. You, you, you know, you don't doesn't one bit doesn't come from what the head and one bit doesn't necessarily come from the heart. But I think because your career is your professional story, then it's about taking a step back and saying, right, OK, what is it that my heart wants? Be honest. And what is it that my head wants? And let's find find the opportunity to make those meet in the middle because you can have both. You can you can manage it. I, I genuinely believe that um, and I've, I've done it and helped other people do it. So you're saying that, 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 that you can, in fact, find that connection? Yes, I do. I do believe that you can. And part of part of the work that I do is, well, at the core of what work I do, I've created my innovate approach. And at the heart of that is this openness to the fact that you can you can balance these things. It's being creative, being being able to to look at the world in different ways, to embrace all the different sides of you and to to work them in together. Which certainly does make sense, and you know, my my heart goes out to people that that had an experience like you. You got crappy career advice; it was probably horribly sexist and and limiting. And you know, thank thank goodness you didn't really pay attention to it. And you talk about how a lot of the advice that's out there right now is just there's an edge to it, or there's some kind of a a a, a slant to it in one way or another. So there's all these different things that are pulling us away from embracing your heart and 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 your mind and the reality that you can actually have a career doing this yes yeah because it is such a personal thing and everybody's got an opinion about your career hmm. people judge you about your career people people get their identity from their career and i think a lot of people forget that it is personal and that it isn't your job because that's one of the the, the the distinguishing points that I find a lot of is that people are so wedded to the fact that career equals job and job doesn't equal. That's not true. Career is, I call it, I call it a living beastie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I sort of, uh, I won't put some sort of fake, terrible Scottish accent on there because <laughs> uh, I can't do it anyway. Uh, but it's, it is, it's this living beastie and you, you need to feed it and nurture it and you can't just feed it 
it with logic and you and it'll go mental <laughs> it go crazy if you just keep feeding it with emotional stuff but it, you, you do need to nurture and you need to take a step back and you need to do that regularly and it, it's it's a commitment to you and why wouldn't you want to give a commitment to yourself going forward why wouldn't you want to do that makes sense to me but why don't people want to do that fear uncertainty relationships society their friends all of it all of it some people have different baggage different buttons i would say and i and i think sometimes early early career stuff sticks with you and the the attitude to career has actually changed over the years and i think different generations have different views of what a career is and what's what's worthy enough to be called a career because you know some people are quite snobby about it all and i just think there's lots of different baggage that people have and misconceptions about what career actually is that no wonder people go yeah 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 i'll just keep on going keep on going and until it gets really bad then i might do something about it well that's just going to make it worse isn't it we all know that because we've all done stuff haven't we where we've put it off and put it off and put it off and actually what happens is it doesn't get any better it gets worse yeah believe it or not the stuff that we try to suppress it <laughs> it doesn't yeah. get get worse it, it will not get better on its own no we, no we've, absolutely a misconception of what a career is. Mm. That's a, I, I probably should have just led, led with that question. What, what is a career? I believe from my own personal experience and the different people I've worked with and the different people I've observed. <laughs> and that sounds, that sounds a bit creepy, doesn't it? I haven't been out there with some binoculars in people's gardens looking through their living room windows or anything. And um, what I've observed is that, there is this idea of this career being this static thing. So you, you, you set off on a career path and then you change it and then you decide, oh, my word, I'm going to change career and it's all big. And, it's, and then that's, you, you do something different and, and then it's, well, you, you failed because you did something else or it's all this really sort of negative, structured sort of stifling. To me, if you look at it as your professional story where you are, well, you're the hero in it, aren't you? You are there. You're going to experience ups and downs. There's going to be twists and turns. There's going to be some mega plot twists. You might actually decide you want to go full circle. But every change and shift and evolution is a different chapter, which is a progression from the last. It's not, it's, it, it, it's not diminishing what's gone before, and it's not making anything better or worse or lesser or smaller, you see. It's this rich rich thing that goes on through life and the other side of it is in mixed in that is that I try really hard to say the word career not careers so it's career tips career advice and try and drop the s because career is all the way through as far as I'm concerned you don't have different careers you have one career one professional story that has lots of different chapters makes sense to me is it good? Yes. Is it is it good? Is it bad? Is it relative to well because we are all these things. Career is singular. 
so that I did uh, so, so so that I was a chemist for a while, so that I was uh, in, in corporate America for a while, so that I'm a career coach now. That is all part of your career. Yes. Do you? Yes. So, I I resist being categorized. I, I I dislike that immensely, and there's a lot of psychology going on there. But I think that some people like that a lot. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, well, you and I, obviously, across across <laughs> the many miles that we are separated, are heavily linked. <laughs> because I have a, almost a morbid aversion. Well, I, have, I really have a serious aversion and fear of that whole being pigeonhole type stuff. I, I, I really do. And I realize, and I, we do it in business, don't we? We know we need to niche and we do it. And there's, it's not about us. It's about helping other people find us and so we can help people and all that sort of really great stuff. Ultimately, I can see the logic behind that. But being pigeonholed as an XYZ is, yeah, I find it difficult. Oh, yes. I think I, I think I, I, I yes. <laughs> I've put that all in a bit of a cold sweat here. You talking about it? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's such an interesting thing because we do find identity in in the work that we're doing or the impact that we're having. So I suppose it's just a function of how you look at something makes all the difference. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I and I and I think your identity is is if it's if it's stuck and linked to a job title or a, a group of possessions or whatever. As soon as as soon as that changes, there's there's disruption in the force. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not going to make any Star Wars references there, but <laughs> it, it 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 does that to you, doesn't it? If you're too connected to that, but if you're saying right here, I am, and off I go, and you know whatever comes next, it comes next. I'm not talking about. I'm not being some sort of completely free hippie, whatever, whatever here. I'm you know I'm I am quite hardball at times. Sure. But it, it, you sort of releasing some of the things that tether you to things that probably don't quite matter as much as you think you do. And one of the things I call it, I call it your portable personal power. Your power doesn't come from the subject that your things that you know, the power doesn't come from your job title. It doesn't come from it. It's within you. And so when you move and you change, you take it with you and you just use it in different ways. I love it. Yeah, certainly linking my identity to a job I had or to, to, to an asset that I own or a thing is, is probably really foolish and dangerous when should I no longer do that thing if I move mm-hmm. on from it or it's taken away or something happens. Um, so a lot of wisdom there, Dr. Thank Elaine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would I would curtsy to you, George, if I wasn't sitting very, very still, very, very still for so that I don't make any noises to to spoil your to spoil the podcast quality. But if we were looking at each other and weren't doing what we're doing, I would curtsy to you, sir. I love it. Well, Elaine, you've already given us a lot of them, but the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Right. Well, I suppose in a way, because the conversation has been so fantastic, and thank you, George, for that. I've just—it's been a joy, honestly. I would—I would say that it's first—it's first and foremost take a more dynamic view of your career. See it as 
your ever-evolving story, the story of your professional life with lots of rich and ever-evolving chapters. Some some might be a bit more, well, gritty, shall we say, than others and have bigger plot twists, but no, none is, none is uh, inferior or superior to the other. It's just part of that ever-evolving story. And I think in that, and I, I said the word hero before, I think, what I would say is in a career context, in a career, your professional story context, see yourself as being a value creator wherever you go. So that rather than subscribing to the more transactional view of a career, I suppose, that, you know, that what I call it is the employer, employer job employee sandwich let's call it that don't don't see yourself in that transactional way see yourself as a value creator so what do you make a difference how do you make a difference in the context that you're in at the moment how how are you going to make a difference in new context that you might want to set and seeing that it's both sides of the coins that you know that other people are a part of this mix as well so that's what it is dynamic career dynamic view story value creator well i think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on i love it thanks george if we, if we all if we all thought of ourselves as value creators and that was our focus the world would probably be a, 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 an even more beautiful place than it currently is lane oh yeah oh yes indeed <laughs> well lane thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can they engage with you well, I would say the best place to go would be elainehickmott.com. And if you go there, you'll be able to join us at the new Reenergizing Your Career Hub. You'll be able to access over 230 blog articles on career life and learning and stuff. And if you fancy something a bit different and even more colourful than my website and my blog, you can follow me on Instagram, which you can get through from elainehickmott.com and you'll get colourful tips and hints. Rainbow feed styly. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Elaine your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to elainehickmott.com. That's E-L-A-I-N-E-H-I-C-K-M-O-T-T.com. And check out all the wonderful resources. Read some of the blog posts that are on there. You can find her on Instagram as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Elaine. My absolute pleasure. Thanks, George. It's been a, been a blast. Indeed. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.